Welcome back to my podcast detailing women's clothing in James Joyce's Ulysses and how it can be used to connect to other overarching feminist themes in the novel. I'm your host, Elizabeth Spitzenberger. Today we'll cover chapter 12, Cyclops, and the significance of nature imagery present in the description of a wedding scene. Cyclops is unlike any of the chapters we've covered so far. It's narrated by an unnamed citizen who describes the day and intersperses unannounced blocks of parodies of different aspects of Irish life, society, and influence. It was a bit difficult to sift through all the twists and turns that take place in the lengthy narration, but I eventually stumbled upon the most descriptive and detailed example of women's clothing in the novel so far. The narrator parodies a newspaper report of a wedding, including the fashion of the bride and her bridesmaids. Let's have a listen. The bride, who was given away by her father, the Mr. Conifer of the Glands, looked exquisitely charming in a creation carried out in green mercerized silk, mold on an underslip of gloaming gray, sashed with a yoke of broad emerald and finished with a triple flounced of darker-hued fringe, the scheme being relieved by bretelles and hip insertions of acorn bronze. The maids of honor, Miss Lark Conifer and Miss Spruce Conifer, sisters of the bride, wore very becoming costumes in the same tone, a dainty motif of plume rose being worked into the pleats in a pinstripe and repeated capriciously in the jade green toques in the form of heron feathers of a pale tinned coral. Based on the clothing and names alone, it's clear in this passage that this passage is meant to parody a sort of tree wedding. The green tones and forestry patterns and other natural elements such as acorns and feathers really overpower the image, creating quite a beautiful wedding scene. But its significance and underlying meaning honestly stumped me, as did most of the interlaced parodies in this chapter. Aside from the beauty and detail of the tree image, a lot of the wedding seemed to come from a very matriarchal point of view, almost like these tree women are metamorphosing over the course of the chapter. They are described like upper-class aristocracy, the kinds of people who get to have their weddings reported on in local periodicals, the kinds of people whose weddings are big news for the community. The investment in fashion in this particular passage is decidedly feminine, and the tree women are described as poised and colorful in great detail. I know there's a lot of Shakespearean focus on the significance of tree branch grafting and the implications of those scientific discoveries for human bloodlines and interrelations, so perhaps Joyce is drawing from such anxieties surrounding interspecies relations. While a lot of Joyce's parody flew over my head in this part of the novel, it was refreshing to have such a positive and fashion-forward example of women's clothes put into this tree matrimony. Thank you for listening to my analysis of this somewhat puzzling tree wedding and its fashion implications for chapter 12. Join me next time for chapter 13, Nausicaa. I'm your host, Elizabeth Spitzenberger. Thank you for tuning in.